Hello and welcome to the Joe Moffitt Show. I am your host, Joe Moffitt, coming to you live. Did he say live? Yes, baby. I said all the way live from the Jam Studios up here in the beautiful city of Enid, Oklahoma. God damn it, my tongue. Get the fucking work, motherfucker. Um, I guess I ain't had no out workout of eating pussy in a while. So how's everybody been doing? I hope everyone's week has been good and great and terrific, as wonderful as mine has been. Um, actually, I'm lying my ass off. One, I kind of sort of busted my ass the other day, actually yesterday. So I'm a little hemmed up over here. I'm beat to hell, but we're still here to do the show. I don't think that that should keep me from going live and handling my business and doing this motherfucker as I do so well. So, you know, unless I lose a leg or somebody, like, you know, cut my mouth out, then I'm pretty sure I will be in this motherfucker to do the show. I see you, Miss Pixie. How you doing, my Bobby girl? Good God, they look like a dirty picture on your background, and knowing you, it probably is. Um, or at least I'm hoping so. That's what most of us, uh, the consensus, would probably say. Uh, shout out to my producer, by the way, Miss Bobby Mark. Love you, girl. Thank you for helping me stay grounded and getting this goddamn show together as I always do oh so well. Um, also, a couple of shout-outs to some people. Definitely a big shout-out to Mike Jolitz and everybody over at the Mike Jolitz Show. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all the love that you guys show me. Um, the guys over at the Drunken Dork Podcast, I appreciate all the love you guys give me. Uh, thank you for everyone. That is just ever listen to any fucking episodes of my show. I appreciate all the love and tenderness that you goofy motherfuckers send me on a regular basis. Uh, speaking of sending me, uh, I'd like to start hearing and interacting with more of my, my fans and the people that listen to the show. So what I want to offer you guys is the opportunity basically to come at me directly. Now, I promise you I'm not going to jump your ass. I ain't going to be a dick about it. But I want y'all to, you know, just come listen to your boy and 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 um, send me your questions. Send me your requests. If you got something you want me to talk about, I'm there. You want me to fucking be somewhere. We can make the channels happen and get this shit going. But whatever it is, holler at me. Just send me an email at um, thejoemoffitshow at gmail.com. Um, you can also send me, show me your raps. I don't have a rap, brother. This ain't a rap channel. I mean, if you want a rap station, you got to go find one of them young bloods. We about to get on some serious topics of some fuckery that has commenced in these our United States of America. And hopefully come to give you motherfuckers a little clarity on how the hell we're going to get through all of this shit together. Um, but like I was saying before, send me your questions, send me your comments, send me your thanks, send me your this, send me your that, send me everything you want Joe Moffat to have from you. To my email address, you can always hit me on the DM at our Twitter page. Don't And also hit all the Twitter pages as well, Big Joe Moffat. That's my personal page. Feel free to holler at me there, man. Hell, also our Facebook page, The Joe Moffat Show. You can go and join us there. That links directly to our other episodes and so on and so forth. And like I said before, we'll definitely make this shit some fun. Uh, one quick news report that I wanted to report on. This was brought to my attention um, by uh, Billy Joe. Um, Miss Mark, as you will, a.k.a. The Hippie Pixie. Make sure y'all follow her at The Hippie Pixie on Twitter. Um, but... It was in reference to a report of a potential hanging. I say potential because um, it, it didn't happen, but it was more of a definite threat. Um, in Mississippi, a young man was attacked by four young men. 
um, in an attempt to either frighten him or to possibly hang him if the situation wasn't broken down the way it did. It could have been a lot worse than it was. Um, I do think and believe in a lot of these situations, um, it's all fucked up. It's completely and totally stupid. It don't make no goddamn sense. People sit here and put up with bullshit that they ain't got no business putting up with in the same breath and same light. Some of us, I mean, goddamn, a kid trying to go to class shouldn't have to be worried about somebody fucking with him in reference to being hung. And people shouldn't even have those fucking feelings, man. Take this shit off your mind. It is 2016. If you still got a racist bone in your body, you just you just need to go and kill yourself. I'm serious. There's too much motherfucking, too many motherfucking people out here that can take opportunities to do more with themselves than deal with fuckery. And we shouldn't have to deal with our kids going to school and not being able to focus on school because they have that potential of being fucking hung. That's fucking crazy. And then, we, but once again, it brings me back to the situation with Sandra Bland and in the police departments down in Waller, Texas. Well, they say in Prairie View, Texas, where they say she hung herself. Well, I don't, I don't know. We shouldn't be threatening children. Kids shouldn't be scared of this shit. We shouldn't have our children being frightened to go to school. They need to be going to school to get, one, to get the fuck out of my house on a daily basis. And two, I know school is brainwashed to some attempt, but if they don't go, I'd rather see a kid in a classroom than a kid on the streets. Okay. Because it's enough shit that they can get into in the streets on a daily basis. Hell, if they even knew how to handle that shit, their asses would be better off. But your ass got to learn to some extent. But that, but also we have to go in as, as parents and have to go in as educators to, to teach and mold these children's mind. We can't, we can't just allow them to go by what's in the book because a lot of times the shit that's in the book is bullshit. I posted a picture last fucking week on Twitter showing about... Um, where on Common Core, there was a test given. There was four questions asked of this test pertaining to how the slave trade was started and why and who it affected. The one thing the questions didn't say is how bad it affected niggas when it came to us being caught up in this motherfucker, building the United States of America for whatever table scraps we would get at the end of the goddamn day. Niggas was picking fresh corn and picking fresh goddamn vegetables every motherfucking day for the masses. And all of the masses would give the goddamn niggas was rotting shit. But once again, everybody loves bringing up the idea that slavery, as far as what it was, slavery was there. People always, how you doing, sweetheart? People always say slavery was ended because to, to, to free the slaves was, was for black people. No. No. I, I hope everybody heard me say that. I'm tapping this mic. No. That was never what it was about. What it was about was not just freeing black people, but also so that white people could get jobs in the South because shit was dismal for them at that time. But all the rich motherfuckers was fine. You want to know why? Because they could afford slaves. They could afford to pay for their way of life. And they could also afford to not pay the fucking white folks outside the same fence, the same motherfucker, and they talk about white supremacy. Bullshit. That's where white supremacy comes with a cost. That's one thing about white folks you'll never get me to understand or disbelieve is that if your ass ain't got it, you just ain't got it. If you ain't got the money, you ain't got the bills, you can't pay the cost to be the boss, your ass ain't going to get and get to keep it. 
Slavery was stopped. Slavery was stopped so that white people could have a better life in the South. Granted, black people took advantage because we wasn't getting our ass kicked every day. We wasn't getting murdered because we didn't pick a field a certain way or because the cotton crops didn't rise the way they should have. But the reason why I'm kind of spinning on this topic today is because it's going to take me into my lead topic. And usually we try to dabble in some other shit before we fall into the lead topic. But since we already there, I want to go ahead and show you. Once again, as I mentioned before, I didn't bust my ass, tore my damn elbow up for a job that I work at. I do it faithfully because I need money. We all need money. Let's just be real. There are women right now that are printing out flyers to possibly get their pussy grabbed for two, three hundred dollars a pop. Simply because pussy grabbing is like a new thing thanks to Donald Dumbass Trump. Donnie T, as I like to call his sorry ass. So, but my, my problem has come from, that I'm getting up to, is this... Once again, we're having to go back over blind faith. And to anybody that, that listens to my show regularly, thank you. For those that haven't listened to our shows in the past, feel free to always jump back and catch some of my older episodes. Because when we're, we want to talk about blind faith. Because there's a, new, there's a form of blind faith that I haven't had a chance to jump on yet. And, and it's in reference to what makes the country run. What makes this country move. And it deals with how much money a person can make and how much money a person works. When we're born, we are engraved with the ideas and the notions that work will take us to a better place. We are ingrained in idea and given the notion that the harder we work, the more successful we will become. The more we do, the more we'll gain. And yet and still, you have people in this world, in this country, our United States of America, that work 40, 50, 60, shit, sometimes 70 fucking hours a week, and asses can't afford to keep their lights on. But yet you want me to sit here, you want me to say that I'm, hey, we're we're going to make America great again. Can we make this motherfucker all right for a little while first before we make it great again? Because I'm like, where the fuck was the greatness? Was the greatness when people could afford to pay their rent? And, and fuck that. Fuck a rent. People was able to afford to pay for their house because they could afford to get a fucking mortgage. You could pay your fucking car note and keep a nice car because your ass could afford the fucking note. And take your kids out to eat. And to do things with your family. And to buy nice shit for your wife. Hell, relationships are hard. Bitches complaining because they can't get shit from their niggas. Well, goddamn, niggas don't make enough to do all that shit. Did you get the lights on this morning, motherfucker? Yes, then shut the fuck up. Was you able to flush the shit down in the toilet? Yes, then shut the fuck up. Sometimes that's the best a nigga can do is giving you the amenities to live. Shit, we on straight talk now. This motherfucking topic is going to piss some people off. So please, please, I'm warning you now. The shit's about to get worse. It's not going to get better from this point on. I watched a video this morning. Well, hold on. Before we go another further, everybody that's wondering, yes, I got my Texans gear on for the show. 
Why? Because I'm a Houston Texans fan, motherfucker. That's why. And the reason why I got this goal on my chest is simply put, because I believe in my H-Town Texans. But you niggas need to get y'all asses on the ball and let's win some goddamn football games. Now, move aside from that, back on topic. I watched a video this morning on Facebook. Broke my fucking heart. Young cat, 25, 30, maybe, in that range. He was giving a speech at a city council meeting in whatever city he lived in. I didn't get out. They didn't give me all of them details with the goddamn description of the video. No, I'm not promoting McDonald's. I'm thirsty. If McDonald's want to give me some money, eh, how you doing? Anyway, uh, for those that are listening to the show, I just picked up my cup that has McDonald's all over it, and it went all on the screen. So hopefully maybe McDonald's will send me a check for that. I don't fucking know. Um Pussy, 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 pussy. Never mind. That probably. <laughs> Never mind. I just lost that goddamn check. Anywho, the young man in this video was basically not. I don't want to say pleading exactly, but definitely um, was trying to get the city council to understand why he felt that uh, a, a wage of fifteen dollars an hour was fair for where he lived and the type of work that he did. Now, like I said before, he was a former soldier. But right now, he's working at KFC. He's frying chicken. He enjoys frying chicken. He enjoys his life. He's happy frying chicken. He just want to be able to fry chicken and maybe pay his light bill and his gas bill and take care of his business. Okay, that's all a nigga want to do is to fry chicken, work at KFC, not be fucked with and pay his bills and take care of his kids. That's it. I don't think a motherfucker is asking too much, especially from a former soldier, because see, this is the part that I didn't get to. The part about him being a soldier, a Purple Heart recipient, going on two tours in Iraq and Afghanistan. And me still having the first beck in the question of why the fuck a former soldier can only find the best goddamn employment his ass can find is at KFC, fuck you. We got a problem, ladies and gentlemen. When our soldiers are coming home from Iraq and Afghanistan and wherever the fuck else in bumfuck Egypt, these dumbass fucking um, politicians make them go for no fucking reason. This nigga come home and his ass can't get a job at nowhere but fucking KFC, nigga. Man, fuck you. Something wrong. Something is off point. It ain't right. It's damn sure wrong because it certainly ain't fucking right. Well, this nigga got to come home after serving two tours for our fucking, with our soldiers and our veterans and becoming a veteran and coming home and the best job his ass can do is KFC. And what's scary is this nigga is happy as fuck at KFC. You can't get this nigga to go no work nowhere else but at KFC. Because that's where he want to be. Frying chicken, fucking around, having a good time. I don't blame him. Shit. KFC chicken is delicious. I'd be at that motherfucker too if I didn't have better sense. <laughs> I ain't saying the soldier ain't got good sense, but goddamn, I, you know, I can go do some shit different than KFC. Because these boys, is, I mean, they, they supposed to have what? Um, They're they supposed to get opportunities to go to college. They, they, I mean, I hear about all of this. Some of my people that's on Periscope send this to me, the government, G, the GI bills and, and all this stuff that these guys are supposed to have access to. He shouldn't have to come home and get a goddamn job at KFC. This nigga ought to be able to go run a goddamn company somewhere making millions of dollars. 
Meanwhile, in between while, old JJ and them, our football players, our sports stars, our athletes, our fucking actors and entertainers, these motherfuckers go overseas too. The only difference is they go to overseas and stand up in a stadium for about two and a half hours, get paid, and then go somewhere else and do it again. And they make money, more money than any other motherfucker ever seen money. Okay? This young man was at a city council meeting as a former soldier, Purple Heart recipient, and all he wanted was equal pay so he could fry fucking chicken. Now, I think we've discussed this before in the past. For those that's about to hear this, I may piss you off. Please don't get angry. I want you to tell I get to the end. I don't think a nigga standing in fucking KFC deserved $15 an hour. I think that's a bit much to be frying chicken all goddamn day. Why do I say that? I say that because of this. There's a motherfucker right now in a construction yard moving 50 fucking pounds of lumber by hand, making minimum wage. Is he a soldier? No. Has he fought for this country? No. What has he done? Raised three beautiful daughters and had a wife of 25 years. And this nigga is having to start over making fucking minimum wage to take care of his family. Because all he done ever done is work for bullshit ass companies. And here are United States of America. There's plenty of them. There are plenty the fuck of them trust and believe. So he didn't sat here and killed his motherfucking self doing construction. Worked his ass ragged for minimum wage. And that's all he get. He got to work a year before he see a raise. Three kids, one wife. All he done ever done is construction all his life. That company that he went to couldn't pay him more than minimum wage. Company owner pull up in a Bentley. Bitch, we got a problem. If I'm working for your ass, you driving a Bentley, and I ain't even driving uh, something used that I paid a note on, motherfucker, we got a problem. This fuckery is bullshit. Because, see, there's always been a concept read to, so, read to soldiers, read to employees, read to people who work their whole life. And it's always been the harder you work, the more you will gain. The harder work, more gains. Harder work, more gains. Bullshit. Let's go back to my, my, my chicken frying soldier over here. He worked 45 hours a week. Five hours more than most people have to work. So he worked five hours a week. 45 hours a week, five hours more than he's accustomed to. His boss tells him, oh, well, because of the situation, we have to take your five hours, move that shit, and then we're going to move it to the next week so that we don't pay you time and a half. This is a soldier who fought for our company, for our country. This nigga then gave more time to the company than he was supposed to, and now the company trying to fuck him over. And it happens all the fucking time. It's a whole lot of motherfucking people that go through this shit. If they ain't got the voice to speak out about it, what the fuck do you do? You just got to grin and bear it. Because you need a job. We all, they all say we need a job, right? 
it's fucked up. You work at a job in a small town like where I live in, Enid, Oklahoma. It is possible for your ass to go to work for a nigga and get a paycheck from his ass, then go to the grocery store and give your whole motherfucking paycheck back to him. How the fuck is that fair? I ask you today, my friends. That shit is crazy. How the fuck? I'm going to say it again. This motherfucker works over here, puts in 40 hours a week, makes a paycheck, takes it home, take care of his family, got to go to the grocery store and spend all of that money giving that money right back to that same motherfucker because his ass running it like that. I ain't got a problem with it, but here's my problem. If you run in the grocery store and this motherfucker is running the goddamn... If you run in a fucking grocery store and you run in a company and you overpricing shit at the grocery store and underpaying the motherfucker at the job, how you expect somebody to be able to take care of their family? Huh? How you want somebody to be able to take care of their family? How is that supposed to be fucking possible? To take care of yourself and handle your business? Your ass on both ends. But that's, that's Walmart, nigga. Every fucking Walmart employee, they shop at fucking Walmart. Most of them don't even spend money at the local grocery store. Half of them shop right there at Walmart. You go to work and put your money right back in the Walmart. But then what's so funny about once you put your money right back in the Walmart, guess what? All that money go into another motherfucker pocket. Then it go into another motherfucker pocket. Then it hit... The Waltons, who daddy own the fucking company, they ain't done nothing but inherited shit. They asses ain't never walked into a motherfucking Walmart. You want to know why? Because them motherfuckers will burn every motherfucker at the city council down for whatever neighborhood they live in because you better not put no Walmart around their house. You want to know why? To, to <laughs> decrease the motherfucking property value. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. These motherfuckers make money off Walmart and these motherfuckers in the same breath and the same light won't shop in the same place where they make money off of. Give me a fucking break. You put a Walmart in the Watson's neighborhood and that motherfucker ain't going to be there long. Soon as your ass get the plan, they going to call us by the front office and get your sorry ass fired. Because you're trying to decrease the property values of that motherfucker's neighborhood. That's how it work, baby. That's how they get that money. But what does that leave us? What does that leave the Walmart employee? Well, there was a report that came out. It says food stamps and welfare has increased. Everywhere, in every neighborhood, that there's a Walmart. Why? Because Walmart employs a large amount of most of the communities that they're in. But their wages are so piss poor, so low, that these same individuals who work for Walmart, work for Walmart, cannot afford to take care of themselves and their families. So they have to be on food stamps. They got to be on welfare. They got to get tenants. Drives me crazy. But in the same breath, but once again, wait, we still supposed to believe Work hard, gain more. Work hard, more gain. 
You, you'll gain more in life the harder you work. The harder you work, the more you gain in life. That's what they say, right? How the fuck can you gain when your ass is just getting there? How the fuck can you gain more when your ass is still trying to hold it together? Half of us is sitting here trying to pay our bills, robbing Peter to pay Paul. The other half is sitting here rich as shit, can do whatever the fuck they want, and don't. You got more motherfuckers ready to send money to people out of this country than you do to, to, before they'll give a dollar to a nigga broke sitting at a goddamn stop sign. There's children who are walking around in this, our United States of a fucking America right now, not able to get food at their house. But yet you want me to sit here and say, oh, wait, 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 wait. their parents got jobs. Their parents work. Their parents work at fucking Walmart. And can't afford to take to take care of their kids, buy them food, put them in clothes, handle their shit. Oh no, my nigga, we can't just fuck the white man. There's some niggas out here doing dirt too. Don't get it twisted. No, <laughs> uh, uh, I ain't that damn dumb to think this all white folks. Bullshit. Mm -mm. Nope, this rich folks. It ain't white folks. It's rich folks. I used to think it was white folks. I thought all the white folks were the ones that was rich. Bullshit. Every day of the week, my nigga. For those that are wondering, I'm answering the comments that are coming across on Periscope. Yes, even a white man can be a nigga. We all can be niggas. We all are niggas. We began and ended as niggas. When we crossed the path and came into the United States of America, we all became niggas. Why? We showed up somewhere where we didn't have no business doing and took the fuck over. That's what niggas do. And many of us have been doing it right for many years. Somebody say we need to stop these tri trifling hoes. No, my nigga. <laughs> we need to let hoes do what hoes do. You let them handle their business. They doing a job, and I support them 100%. I support every hoes job on the planet because she keeping one pervert in line. That's fine with me. I wish they had more hoes running around here to keep some of these per hell. If, if I can take a hoe and put it in the place of a child, guess what? I'm going to be content. We need more hoes running around this motherfucker. If prostitution was legal, a whole lot of fucked up shit wouldn't be happening. But the problem with prostitution not being out, hoes out here buying Indian hair, but they can't buy their baby a value meal. You know, my nigga, well, I'm what now? See, yes. Hold on. Don't you go nowhere. You keep your ass right here. The, the dude's name is uh, at Weed Causes Autism. Shout out, my nigga. Y'all go follow him because he got some good words coming at me. We're going to get into this conversation right now. You are correct, my friend. Yes. It's a whole lot of motherfuckers doing shit that they ain't got no business doing. It's a whole lot of these Walmart employees that take their asses to the nail shop and don't take their asses to the grocery store. I see a whole lot of these bitches. Nigga, hold up. We, I, fuck, I don't want to bring this up. 2005, Hurricane Katrina, Houston, Texas. I worked at the Walmart off of Westheimer in Houston. Uh, it was one... Ah, shit, I want to say fuck. It was over there in uh, uh, Uptown, past the Beltway. Anyway, I was security guard. Right behind this Walmart was a welfare office. Now, don't get it twisted. This wasn't a poor neighborhood. This motherfucking Walmart, nigga, I was at Walmart watching a motherfucker. I'm at work, and this nigga pull up in a fucking Bentley, tester, uh, Bentley Roadster parked at Walmart. So this was a good fucking neighborhood. Like I said, it was off of West Ham. Anybody from Houston, shout out to H-Town. I, I miss my city every day. 
Trust me, as you can fucking see every day. Now, the food stamp office was right behind the Walmart. So right when Hurricane Katrina hit, many other people that was wanting to get services was wanting to go to the food stamp office. They was having to go to this one here. Even though if they hadn't even had an idea where they was going to be staying, they was just telling everybody, go to the nearest food stamp office that you are at. And this one, like the rest of them, had a line wrapped around the fucking building. I'm talking about at 1230 at night. This motherfucker don't open until 730 in the morning. Okay? I dropped off a bucket of uh, ice and, and bottles of water to them and everything. It's just, Lord knows, they buy shit. I'm going to the crib to go to sleep. These motherfuckers still got seven hours of struggling to do after being on buses and losing everything at fucking home. They had to come to do better. They had to go through more shit. Yes. This happened in Houston, motherfucking Texas. This was right after the hurricane. You ain't lying. I, hold on, we're going to get back to that. I'm going to there. Hold on, I'm going right there right now. We, I'm, look, peep, I'm going there right now. I'm getting to that point. Hold on. So they didn't went through hell to get through better. The next, next evening, I go to work. Showed up at 4. I was working 4 to 12 that day. And there was already a law. I went into the store. There was already a large amount of shit that had already been bought out. This Walmart had been fucking ransacked, and there was like 10 trucks pulling in to reload this motherfucker because they knew everybody had them fucking cards that they got from the uh, from the benefits because they, they fucking lost everything, dog. All right? The shit. I'm talking to you, you goofy motherfucker. That's who I'm talking to. I'm Hello, this is why it's called Periscope. I'm recording a show. You must be new. For those that have never been here, this is the Joe Moffat Show. I am your host, Joe Moffat. I talk to the masses because the masses is my peoples and I love my niggas, so y'all get up with it. You ever want to listen to this episode again? Check it out on SoundCloud at the Joe Moffat Show. Now, um, cut out the interruptions. I'm telling the story. Shit. So, <laughs> yes, I am the Lord of Exposing Fuckery. You goddamn right. And I'm going to cut this shit apart. Now, Pete. So, I get to work. Like I said, Walmart well, have been fucking ransacked. Them niggas didn't bought every goddamn thing in that bitch. And next thing I know, I'm seeing motherfuckers come out with these cards. They gave them little debit cards, Visa cards. My nigga. These niggas have fucking TVs, VCRs, DVD players, PlayStations. I think each person got like $1,500. And don't get it twisted. Don't get it to no 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 no. I don't I think they had a setting on them where they couldn't buy liquor. So I don't think they could buy liquor, but but Pete, these motherfuckers was buying a whole bunch of shit to go sit up in a hotel and do nothing. Because that's all they could do until they could decide either if they was gonna go and stay in Houston or if they was gonna figure out a way to get home. Because once they got that card, they was basically stuck. Your ass was either gonna stay in Texas or you was gonna go back to New Orleans. I unfortunately didn't sit around to wait to see of the aftermath. My ass was in Oklahoma like six, like five, six months later. Because I just, the shit had gotten so bad in the little neighborhood that I lived in alone. You know, you had motherfuckers, you had hookers going out, meeting, uh, turning tricks and robbing motherfuckers. And I'll come in, man, don't tell, look, 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 look. I can tell you stories about shit that I heard when I was in Houston after Katrina that'll blow your fucking mind. But I'm not going to do that because that was a terrible situation and not everybody was taking advantage of like that. Not everybody was trying to take advantage of the situation because there was niggas who was living in Houston 
that was from New Orleans, but hadn't been in New Orleans but in years, but still had a fucking New Orleans ID and was going down there and getting them goddamn food stamp cards and getting them fucking debit cards. I shit you not. I know how trifling motherfuckers can be. Don't get me wrong. But my nigga, <laughs> my nigga, you ain't seen trifling until you see what these rich and wealthy done done. You think seeing you think seeing a chick going out blowing her paycheck instead of taking care of her kids is bad? Shit. Shit. Nigga, there's companies out here right now in these are United States of America. Closing shop. Hold on. Closing shop, but rebuilding. Closing shop, but rebuilding in the same area. They are, they'll build, they'll close their company to where most of their employees were making good money and then turn around and open up some bullshit like a grocery store, grocery, like, let's say, for instance, Kroger's, or now I don't want to say a company in particular, because I, I, right now, the grocery store corporate office is here. They absorbing that and then putting the grocery store out there. They still want to get your money, and they're going to give you jobs, but they're going to lower the amount of pay in, in your way of life as far as what was out there originally. You feel me on that? Right now, in these are United States of America, you have stockholders that ain't never even walked into the fucking businesses that they asses is buying stock in. And yet these same motherfuckers is making more money than the average person that worked there. Everybody want to sit here and believe in Donald Trump. If that motherfucker paying anybody minimum wage, I don't believe shit he got to say. I don't believe shit he got to say if he paid everybody a million dollars. He could pay everybody in gold dicks. He's still a piece of shit. I don't give a fuck. If you, if shit, I'll just be real. Can I rap? Why is every, what is this about me rapping? Why is everybody asking me about rapping? What the fuck? <laughs> I talk shit. That's what I do. I talk shit with the best of them. Give me some feedback. Y'all sitting here talking to me. Fuck it. Hey, we don't, like I said, on the recording, we on Periscope. Why, goddamn, we got crazy. Oh, and now they ran away. Well, fuck them. Anywho, like I was saying, I need to focus any goddamn way in this crazy shit, you know. Get my focus back. Back to this soldier. Sacrifices whole life, ass, limbs, nuts, everything. And his ass can't make more than $10 an hour. Because he has an ambition to frying chicken. Now, like I said before, I know these soldiers are supposed to have all of this, you know, the government, GI, govern, yeah, the GI bills and all that other shit that they're supposed to have access to. He shouldn't want to come home and, and fry chicken, but that's what he want to do. I can't knock the nigga for wanting to fry chicken. Shit, I enjoy chicken. We, all, we need niggas and people to fry fucking chicken, so what the fuck? You know, I wouldn't put my ass on the line for coming home and frying chicken that, you know, you. <laughs> yes, all black people. No, not all black people can rap. They do have some lame niggas out there. Be careful. Anywho, we are still on this fucking rap target. I'm going to edit this shit out, by the way, since you're the only one in the fucking room watching this shit. I will be cutting this out of the show. Any fucking who. <laughs> The whole basis of us being older and us being greater and us doing more 
should be more consistent by being able simply to be able to take care of our families and take care of our way of life. Right now, there's not enough of that going on. I'm sorry. You have the middle class that is now being considered as poor in some cases because if they don't invest and spend, well, they'll lose because they'll end up losing so much motherfucking money to taxes, it's ridiculous. This country is put set together where the more money you spend, the more money you get. The problem is the motherfuckers that don't get the money. It's most of the people that get the bulk of the money that get that opportunity. They have to spend and spend and spend. That's the reason why they say, well, since they got to spend so much, they shouldn't pay so much in taxes. Bullshit, because if they decide not to motherfucking spend money, then guess what? It don't fucking matter. But they, the rich has to spend money for the poor to be better. Hi from Russia. How are you doing? Nice to meet you. Welcome to the Joe Moffat Show. Uh, I just, it blows my fucking mind when I hear somebody rich say our motherfuckers is lazy. Nigga, your motherfucking ass nine times out of ten was given everything your sorry ass got in the first motherfucking place. You seen Donald Trump's dumb ass call somebody lazy not too long ago? You cocksucker motherfucker, you. You got a whole lot of motherfucking nerve. Nigga, your daddy pissed out money for your sorry ass, but yet you want to sit here and call a nigga lazy that's out here trying to get it. Fuck you. Anybody that listen to somebody that that motherfucker got to say, your ass is dumber than we all thought. Your motherfucking ass is a threat to society. If anybody that's listened to anything that cocksucker done had to say and think it was sensible, fuck that nigga. Donald Trump don't know shit about doing shit but being a bitch. That's it. Because everything he didn't got been given to him. Fuck that nigga, man. I'm tired of everybody under this fucking misconception like he didn't earn something. That nigga ain't earned shit. He did learn how to do one thing. He did learn how to flip. Because he, he flipped that money. He damn good at that. He can flip. That motherfucker can flip some money. But he can also flip his logic, flip his ideas, and flip the overall bullshit that come out of his mouth. See... And then you want to turn around and poke piss on my head and make me think it's rain. Talking about when this motherfucker tell me he cares about black people. The, they have a new movement called the Minorities for Trump. I call them dumbass niggas. <laughs> what the fuck? Yes, I said it. Dumbass niggas. That's what the fuck they are. Because you listening. They, I saw a white girl. Oh, God. She's sitting there at the fucking protest with a sign talking about blacks for Trump. Let me say this out loud for those who didn't see the tweet the other day. Just because you didn't gaggle a muffed on a few black dicks does not make your ass a spokesperson for black people. Shut the fuck up. Just because you didn't suck the dick does not mean you can speak on shit. Because nine times out of ten, if you had a dick in your mouth, it meant didn't want, nobody want to hear shit you got to say in the first place, bitch. This motherfucker standing there proud with a sign. White bitch. Blacks for Trump. Two hours later, she was found in a limo with three dicks in her ass trying to figure out where the hell did she, how the fuck did she get here? You ignorant fuck, man. Shit. 
Pouring piss, man. Pouring piss. That's all they doing. Pouring piss on our heads. Make us think it's raining. Told y'all three weeks ago, nigga. That ain't rain. <laughs> that ain't rain. Stop believing that bullshit. We got motherfuckers out here right now struggling. Because they like to smoke weed. Oh, I'm about to get some. Oh, I, yeah. Uh, oh, wait a minute. I said that magic word. You motherfuckers ears perked up. Who got it? What? Where? Weed? Where? Where? You got people right now that's telling. You got one motherfucker telling another motherfucker how bad marijuana is right now in America. And what's fucked up is the nigga is saying this shit would have been in his hand. Fuck you. Fuck. Fuck, fuck you. Hey, motherfucker. <laughs> Thank you. I love you too. My English is a little fucked up. You have to excuse me. I'm from Houston, Texas. My accent is fucking horrible. <laughs> but nonetheless, that is. Weed is horrible. Let me tell you, motherfucker, something real quick. Because we we gonna I'm gonna dispel this shit right now. As I did a few weeks ago. If anybody is out here that says that weed is horrible in the same breath and the same light, your ass is drunk, shut up. You know? You can't tell me that weed is bad. You just can't do it. You can't pull that. That's that's a douse of piss that you can't pull on my head and make us rain. Yet, if your ass was in an incident, and in that incident, you may have had weed in your system. Depending on the circumstances surrounding that incident, even though if your ass wasn't in fault, you'll be the one that'll be in trouble. You'll be the one that'll be caught up in the bullshit. Because weed has always been sold and and I just... You know, it's 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 that kind of bullshit, the reason why we in trouble that we in now. Because we keep trying to pull this big old ball of bullshit on everybody's head, trying to make us think that we don't know what the fuck is right. You can't sit here and say weed is so bad. Weed ain't bad. People that use weed is bad. Because some of the motherfuckers, they say, are, are horrible. That's what they say. They say they're bad. They say pot smokers are bad people. I beg to differ. Because most of these world's greatest ideas, wait for it, came from pot smokers. Some of the world's greatest, greatest inventions came from pot smokers. A sober motherfucker can win an Emmy. A pothead can win an Oscar. I bet your ass know the difference. Yes, that's the motherfucking truth. A sober bitch can win an Emmy. A pothead can win an Oscar. I said it. There it is. Because that's the truth. You're going to expand your mind. You're going to open your horizons. You're going to see and feel more. But see, I get tired when people sit here and try to say how potheads are horrible people. They try to say if you smoke weed, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. 
like I said before, if you do something wrong and you have the smallest amount of weed in your system, it's your fault. You know? No matter how good you are at what you do. If you do something wrong, you got weed in your system, it's your fault. You get hurt at your job, you go to the hospital because you didn't fail at your job and the job was wrong because that it, it was a situation where... Now, in my situation, I don't want y'all to think I'm talking about... No, no, no. I busted my ass. I failed. This was all me. I did Nobody else caused this. I was by myself with nobody else around me. I hurt myself. But there are situations where people have, like, lost limbs on fucking jobs. And they go try to get workman's comp going to the hospital. And they got a little bit of weed on them. And their cases get revoked. Because they not because they was high at work, but because they smoked a joint two nights earlier. So now they have to figure out how to pay all these bills and live life without a fucking arm. Meanwhile, in between while business goes on, they don't give a shit. They don't, you know. Matter of fact, they'll sit there and get mad. They'll sit there and get fucking mad because. This, because this motherfucker got hurt on their property. Even though the shit was probably their fucking fault. You can, you can fuck somebody out for being high within 30 days of the last time your ass got high and ruined their whole fucking life. In a country, in the United States, where there are two places legal in this motherfucker, where you can go to and smoke so much till your eyes turn green, bitch. Well, let me rephrase. You got to smoke about a quarter. You can only go into the stove. You can only possess a half at a time. So, yeah. But my point is, it's legal in, in America to some extent in certain places. But if you go and visit them places, then you just so happen to get popped by a drug test when you go back to work, they can fire your ass. What's fucked up is that they already got a stack of fucking resumes from other motherfuckers ready to take your goddamn spot. And as soon as they do that shit, it's a vicious fucking cycle. And it doesn't stop. But be drunk. Get a DUI. Belligerent with the police. Your ass can be the fucking owner and CEO of a fucking NFL franchise. Get caught high and use that same nigga frying chicken at KFC and your ass won't be able to fry chicken no more simply because you burned yourself in hot grease and got hurt and had to go to the hospital. And now your ass can't do your damn job no more because they found a little weed in your system. <laughs> but yeah, we, we supposed to believe that the, that, that the harder we work, the more we gain. The more work you do, the more you're supposed to gain. How the fuck can you gain and lose everything at the same goddamn time? How the fuck can you gain and attain and do more when another motherfucker can drop your ass down and you ain't even got to be in the fucking room, nigga? How the fuck you get fired on your day off? And how the fuck did that affect you by the time you got the goddamn message? I mean, shit. You ain't even got to be there to get fucked over nowadays. You got motherfuckers. In, <laughs> you got employers setting up good employees to get fired. Putting all of these big ass 
goals in front of their asses and shit that they got, the numbers they got to hit that your ass knows shouldn't be attainable by one motherfucker. Because your sorry ass probably couldn't do it. So you make this motherfucker do it. You'll fire a perfectly good employee because they can't follow up to the full amount of bullshit that you need. So your ass, you know, some of these company owners is fucking people over so they can get cars, so they can get better houses, so they can do shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Most of the time when, when you see companies, you see these the factories that are still left in America. There's a factory right now, for instance. That's got people working seven days a week. I will say it again. Seven days a week. Nine, ten, eleven-hour shifts. Seven days a week. How much you think they make an hour? At the most, ten. Yep. Right now. In America. Land of the free that comes with a cost. And that shit, I assure you, is not free. They didn't end slavery. They mass per fucking deuced it. They stopped giving everybody table scraps and just gave us scraps. The law says they have to pay us the problem is the law said that they only have to pay us a minimum amount, minimum wage. You have to pay this minimum. <laughs> Meanwhile, in between while, they want your ass to give maximum effort for minimum wage. Maximum effort, minimum wage. And if you tell them to get fucked, you ain't got to worry about giving them no effort Cause your ass ain't gonna have a fucking job no more. But yet you got to get maximum effort for minimum wage. I say to you today, my friends, bullshit. <laughs> That's a big old load of bullshit. Cause what's fucked up? I can say bullshit and say fuck it, but then guess what? It's another motherfucker that will go in there and once again give that maximum for minimum. Maximum for minimum. That's what we give nowadays, folks. That's what people gain, entertain. Give your best to get less. How the fuck is that fair? That's what we supposed to believe in. No, that's what's ingrained in us as Americans. We supposed to believe that the more we do for somebody else, the more we will gain later on. They always tell us, oh, well, you'll find happiness in the spirit world. That's fine. I'll be fucking dead in the fucking spirit world. How the fuck is that supposed to bring me happiness, bitch? That's the reason why they want you to always keep your ass in church, because that's all church ass tell you. Church push that same bullshit. They say the more you work, the more you can give to church. Even though in the Bible they say all you need to give is 10%. And I still ain't really seen that fucking figure figured out completely on that shit. They say in the Bible you're only supposed to give 10%, but yet when you go to motherfucking light bill, that could be 20% of your fucking paycheck. How the fuck are you supposed to know what 10% is? No, wait, they say in the Bible, once again, somebody told me a tithing is 10%. Where did you get this figure? Because when the Bible was written, money wasn't really currency, wasn't that big of a deal. Most of us had currency and goats and and 
and fucking livestock and, and fucking vegetables and shit we grew and shit from the earth and shit that we had to go out and hunt and get. How the fuck was you looking at 10%? If I had a goat, I was going like to cut his ass off and give that to you in the name of Jesus? Is that how the, how the fuck did they come up with this figure? You know? Meanwhile, in between while, I'm supposed to give you 10% of mine, and what do I gain back? Everlasting salvation. <laughs> Given to me by a motherfucker that can't even figure his ass from a hole in the wall. Yes, I'm talking about these bullshit preachers. Y'all niggas didn't think I was through with y'all yet. All of these congregations that's been fucked over by these preachers that showed their ass up back in February trying to trying to 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 get their FaceTime with fucking Donald Trump. <laughs> and then they go back to their congregations and they say, oh, we we need to believe in Mr. Trump. We supposed to believe in Master Trump. That's what it sound like to me. It don't sound Mr. Trump. They, you know, when, when old niggas used to call people Mr., they wasn't doing that out of respect. They was doing that because that was like the replacement for Massa. So if you ever heard Mr. Charlie, you know, Mr. James, Miss, you know, you know, you ever heard niggas say that like that? That was basically replacement for Massa. Don't get it twisted. Okay. We live in a day and age where we need to open our eyes and realize that the more we do for others is not going to do more for us. We need to start doing more for ourselves. Expanding and growing within ourselves to do more, that's how you will gain more. You can't gain more by doing and giving your life to another motherfucker. You cannot do it because you're giving. You're not getting. You cannot give. You can't constantly keep giving and giving and giving and not gaining. So we can't keep putting ourselves in a situation trying to say that our job is our biggest form of life. Granted, it's the way of making money. That's it. It's a hustle. You can't believe in this. Uh, you can't use the word career working at a job that your ass is making minimum wage. That is not a career. That's a job. That is somewhere you need to be for the time being until something else come along. Just being real. You can't sit here and, and believe in a job that, that ain't going to get you to where you need to be. You got to expand and do and build and attain more. But until you expand and build and do and attain more, you're going to keep getting fucking less and then wondering why the fuck you in the spot that you're in. It ain't your fault. You just don't know no better because of the situation and the circumstances that you are in. You can't expect to take a paycheck where your ass might bring home $500 a, uh, uh, every two weeks and expect to live. We shouldn't expect that of you, but yet light bills still need to be paid. Gas bills still need to be paid. You had to go out and get that damn loan because you had a flat and, and you still trying to figure it out. You got to pay that shit too before they come fucking with your accounts and taking money from one place where you needed to be. And you're wondering why we got folks like Colin Kaepernick out here protesting the national anthem. 
he ain't protesting the national anthem. See, y'all think he protesting the national anthem just for niggas. Y'all stupid. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick ain't protesting just for niggas. It ain't just about niggas. It's, it's way more than that, my nigga. Okay? Because not all children are black. But a lot of children are going without on a daily and monthly and weekly basis. Every hour, a child dies because of starvation in the United States. Not in third world countries. Right here. At home. But y'all want me to sit here and say that the harder we work, the more we do, the more we gain, right? Wrong. You got to start doing more for yourself to start gaining more. The more you do for yourself, the more you will gain. The more you will get. The more you will see. We got to start being fucking greedy. We open our eyes to the rest of, we open our eyes to the bullshit of work, but then go home and shit on ourselves. We talk about how great our fucking job is and wonder why our life is shit. I ain't telling everybody to go quit their job. Shit, get your money, boo-boo. I, you know, make your cash. Do what you need to do until you can get somewhere better. Because right now, I'm on my way to better. Anybody want to come? Say I. Because, goddammit, we on the way of getting better, not staying the same. I done tried to do this shit. And eight jobs later, my ass ain't got no fucking where better. And it's got to stop. It's time for change. We all, we won't change. We depended on, everybody depended on Barack Obama to make change. The problem is, he can't make change for us. You have to make change for you. You can't depend on a nigga to change shit for your ass. You got to get up, get out, and get it done your motherfucking self. If you don't, you don't. It's up to you. It's on you what you do. But don't sit here and bullshit yourself trying to think and relate and, and, and to mold these concepts of the more you do for others, the more you will gain. No. No. Sometimes others are assholes. Sometimes others don't give a fuck about you. Sometimes others are only concerned about what the fuck you can do. And not the fuck who you are. Some people don't give a fuck about who you are. Some people don't give a fuck about what you think. But these are the people that we are loyal to. These are the ones that we go to and kill ourselves working for every fucking day. It's sad, but it's true. We got to stop letting these big time millionaires get into our fucking head. Because this election is coming, y'all. In less than two weeks, the whole... I ain't going to say the whole fate of the world because I don't believe in it that much. But everybody is focused on this election. Focus on yourself. Think to yourself, what can I do to do better for me? How you doing? What can I do better to do better for me? And then you will see better. You will see change. You will see a difference in your life. But as long as we keep staying in these same situations and keep killing ourselves over and over and over and over and over, you ain't going to see change. The only thing your ass is going to change is your draws on a daily basis. 
And some of you nasty motherfuckers ain't going to do that. Hell. Some of you nasty motherfuckers won't even change your damn drawers, but yet your ass want to stand in the street talking about, I want change. <laughs> Goofy motherfucker. Man, shit. You got motherfuckers believing more in Beyonce than in themselves. Y'all need to stop. I love Queen B, but you better believe I love me more. I love my fans. I love everybody that's watching the show. I love everybody that's, that's going to listen to the episode later when it posts. Actually, it won't post till tomorrow. I'm staying on my same schedule. But love yourselves. More, you, can't, you can't do shit for nobody else until you love you. That's the key to success. The key to success, you have to love yourself more than you love your, anybody else because you can't do shit for nobody until you do shit for yourself. Okay? Can't do shit. You'll try, you'll fail. Why? Why? And then you'll quit. We don't want that. We want you to succeed here at the Joe Moffat Show. We want everybody to do better. We want everybody to have access to better. Yes, yeah, self-love, just like masturbation. You love yourself. You know? Some of you motherfuckers treat y'all dicks better than you treat yourself. Stop that shit. If you put lotion on your dick and your knuckles is ashy, yo ain't fo you ain't focused on the right shit, my friend. You need to get your goddamn focus right and focus a little bit more on you and doing better for yourself. Goddamn. And on that note... We should be coming and capping this episode to a close of the Joe Moffat Show. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for everybody that stopped in on Periscope and watched the episode. I do appreciate it. Sorry if that salute looked a little fucked off because my arm is just that fucked off. But we'll be back to full condition here soon. Thank you all for listening. Peace and love to everybody that's checked out. Please feel free to follow us on the Twitter page at Joe Moffat Show. Uh, send all of your show requests, your shout outs, your loves. You want to call me a dick? I don't care. At Joe Moffat Show at gmail.com. Um, I'm sorry, the Joe Moffat Show at gmail.com. And again, thank you for listening. Peace and love. I'm out. See you guys on the flip side.